coming up in this week's episode of Deleted Scenes. In this house, we love Star Wars. <laughs> we support Star Wars. He's he was like, just like, oh, and like died. He's the most he's like, have a Scott or something. Like he's been Disney-fied. Oh, let me take Han Solo out to the back and we're putting my ship. <laughs> you could literally replace him with an Amazon delivery driver with a cool hat. Oh, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like just a bit of violence. Whoa, it's been you the entire time. I'm going to kill you now. Hello there, I'm James, and welcome back to Deleted Scenes, a show where we talk about movies to a wall and sometimes guests. And today we are going to be talking about, yet again, not a movie, and yet again, I'm not talking to my wall, I actually have people again somehow. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about The Book of Boba Fett, which is a new TV show that came out, and like it just finished up there like two weeks back or something like that on Disney+. And we have a lot of opinions on it, but before we delve into that, uh, I'll introduce... The people I'm with, I guess. I'm never good at these intros, but uh, if you'd like to say hello. So we have Frano. Hello. I'm back again. And we have Emma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm not the same. Just, I'm here. <laughs> we all saw The Book of Boba Fett and we all have opinions on it. <laughs> because we're all yeah. very opinionated people that like Star Wars. <laughs> we love Star Wars. <laughs> we love Star Wars, you know. <laughs> In this house, we love Star Wars. <laughs> We support Star Wars. I don't know what way to go through this. So we were saying before, this is going to be very all over the place, but I feel like it's less a review and more a discussion, you know, because there, yeah. was, there was a lot of things that happened that sort of caused this show to nearly be a bit of a roller coaster of quality. The highest of highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. I suppose like, yeah, the way I normally start these things is just like general opinions before we just delve into the specific things we liked and the things we didn't like. What are your opinions on it? Who wants to who wants to break the ice? <laughs> uh I'll go first. Why not? Cool. Um I honestly I was expecting something a bit bigger. Yeah. Like totally. I was like I was expecting like crime. Like it was kind of like Wild West sort of, you know, that's not the yeah. genre they were going for. But I also think it just didn't live up. It was kind of like it was. It's like it was almost there, but it just wasn't. Yeah, you know? yeah. so close. So fair. It's just like medium. Medium. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was lukewarm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Fran? Oh, uh, yeah. I was expecting something similar, like probably like a establishing like a crime family, but he was going to be a little bit different. Yeah. But instead, we got establishing a crime gang. And a few kids and a walkie, and that was the it. Power, the Power Rangers, as I like to call them. Yeah. <laughs> and their stupid speeder bikes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a no. rant about that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, with me, it was very much the same, where it's like, I, so before like coming into this, I rewatched the trailer just to sort of go, okay, let's see what I would have been feeling at the time when I first saw this. Cause I remember tweeting the first time I saw that trailer was like, this looks like the Mandalorian, but cooler. And I was like, Oh my God, like, yeah, crime family. And like Boba Fett, just seeing him again. Like it just, it all sounded so good, especially after, you know, season two of Mando. Like, he just I, looked like, it was like such a badass, you know, he was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and it was like this character return and that like hadn't been in much, but people created their own kind of persona for him. And he was like, Oh, this character's actually really good. Just give him a chance. Look at all the stuff they've written for the expanded universe. And then since Disney threw that out, yeah. they had to kind of come up with their own thing. And rem- this was their clean slate at doing that. Yeah. I remember you saying, was it you that said something, Frano, where it was like, people have a weird obsession with Boba Fett. 
Yeah, like a cult-like obsession. Like he's got a whole fan club dedicated to him, and he's only been in like a movie, like yeah, two been, movies, like... and died in one of them. And then he's got this mad like fan club that hosts like events and are always like putting up like posts about merchandise of to do Boba Fett and all. It's mad. Yeah, I rewatched Empire Strikes Back because I was like, oh yeah, I was like in my head, I was like he had like a big part, and I was like this man only had like. Two two seconds. Yeah. I was like, he's in the background. I was like, there he is. I was like, so I think like, yeah, it's just like, ugh. I feel like they were trying to work with a character that was obviously a fan favorite because they knew he'll yeah. get like a bit, but it's like, there's not much to work with because they didn't really give him much of a backstory. Yeah. No. And that I get like, this was like supposed to give him the backstory, but it just like didn't, you know? Didn't. <laughs> like, and the one thing I said to you, James, was like, all the people that were like basically Boba Fett haters and being like he's actually a terrible character and yeah. has like no personality or whatever, they they were kind of proven slightly. I'd say I'd say slightly correct in some regards. In some regards, I feel like neither side is right. <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's like a bunch of people are saying the show is amazing. A bunch of them are saying it's god awful. I think we're all sort of in the middle. <laughs> And like, yeah, definitely. even what you were saying, Emma, about like the whole like watching back an Empire Strikes Back, you could literally replace him with an Amazon delivery driver with a cool hat, or even like a stormtrooper. Like that's yeah. what it, it's yeah. like he's so like he literally. It was just stupid. Like I don't know. Just, <laughs> just, just, there, just like just... oh, let me take Han Solo out to the back and we'll put him in my ship. <laughs> Throw him in the back like, oh, there. We'll bend down the seats, mate. You know. <laughs> yeah, Amazon Prime delivery to, off to Jabba there. Like grand, no bother. Yeah, and then like the fact, even what you're saying, how he dies in it, the next one, that he has the single most ridiculous death in Star Wars, I think. Like this first on Bounty Hunter, he gets defeated by a, a blinded Han Solo just swinging a stick around randomly. It just like flies into the mouth of like just a giant sand monster. Like, yeah, uh, it just gets swallowed. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Uh, but that's the thing. So, like, seeing him get a show was going to be interesting in the first place, where it's like, I've been of the opinion recently where it's like Mandalorian, like Din Djarin, he is uh, Boba Fett with character. <laughs> he is mm-hmm. Boba Fett. He is what Boba with Fett like, was kind of so what was to people in when the expanded universe like, still existed. Yeah. That's what he is. And like, I just feel like I was hoping after season two of Mando, after we got the reintroduction of him, the way they sort of spiced it up with the whole um, like, uh, what are they called Tuscan Raiders and stuff like that mm. I felt like mm. there was an opportunity there to even just do something really interesting and then when they dived into it it just sort of yeah it, it told a completely different story to what the ad actually suggested yeah I mean I I still kind of liked the Tuscan Raider storyline oh, I so liked it as well I thought it yeah. was cool. I thought it was really good it was literally like I think with the Tuscan Raider thing it was like episode two is my favourite episode of it like the mm. one where they completely centred it around yeah. I think it was literally just the fact that they barely hinted at it in the trailer. And then so, they go and just like kill them off. Like I was just yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing about killing them off. And then like, they only, they, they killed them off in what was it? Was it episode two or three? And then they yeah. only brought that up later in like episode six or seven or something. Yeah. It was like, they were like, oh yeah, he, he's dead. Goes, sees that the, the Nikto speed bikers logo is on the tent. Mm-hmm. He kills them. And then, it was only offhandedly brought up by the Pikes Syndicate later on to, to Cad Bane. And was yeah. like, what? And he's like, oh yeah, that was actually us, by the way. <laughs> and then Cad Bane just basically regurgitates that exact information to Boba Fett with like no kind of like 
dramatic pause around. He was just like, oh, yeah, it was the Pike Syndicate, by the way. Ha <laughs> ha. Like the way he's like, you already knew that, though, didn't you? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. what would have been nearly better there is to just have them massacred and have no explanation for it. And yeah. then him assuming it was the bikers and then him going and killing the bikers. And then eventually later on, it's revealed it was actually Cad Bane that killed all the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. That would have like, been so much better. Like that would have been a much better reveal. Then he'd been like, whoa, it's been you the entire time. I'm going to kill you now. And then like, you know, there's a big mad duel or something. Because even just like seeing like, as I said, episode two, by far my favorite one, I think I had the bunch where it's like, it actually focuses on Boba Fett and it tells an interesting story. And that has yeah. the one thing I feel like this series didn't have that Mando had was it doesn't have good pacing where it's like episodes yeah, or like start and stop it's cutting yeah. back and forward yeah, exactly like, i physically can't remember anything from like episode <laughs> three four and five like i literally i actually but when episode six came out i was like i'm just not gonna watch it this week because i'd always used to watch it like every wednesday i was like on it and i was like yeah i was like i'm not gonna watch it and then like mandalorian and then baby yoda and then well baby not baby grogu sorry <laughs> just like in my head just like all these characters and i was like the fact that it's almost like they had to bring back these characters to kind of give a bit of sub, like a bit of substance That's to exactly this plot, the you know? Like it's, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of, it suffers the same thing that kind of the Mandalorian suffers with, but actually worse because at least with the Mandalorian, he had his own story. And then they were like, oh, let's introduce a lot of guest characters that you already know just to strengthen it even more. Yeah. But the problem was with Boba Fett, he didn't really have like much of a, a big base to build off of. So when they were just kind of throwing in characters of, oh, I remember this guy, remember that guy. Oh, and then yeah. it just, it literally, the, the, what was it? Like the, was it the fifth and sixth episode where they had the Mandalorian, which yeah. was literally just the just Mandalorian season three. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like... to mention them. They absolutely, they, they kind of destroyed the setup for, the Mandalorian season three with those two episodes, I think, because they solved like important plot points. Yeah. For season three, that were that you think, oh, they'd save that for season three. They solved them within two episodes, and it wasn't very good. When I look at those episodes where it has Mando just randomly appearing, that it makes me just think I would have much preferred just somewhere in season two of Mandalorian. I would have loved episode two of Boba Fett just shoved mm-hmm. in there completely explained yeah, like maybe have like a or maybe what they could have done is have say the episode where he introduced to Mandalorian or whatever have that as actually a part of season three so when they do release season three that's actually slotted into it and it's yeah. just kind of like a little side story that he goes and helps Boba Fett mm-hmm. which I think is what they end up might actually do but Probably. like the fact that they completely solved oh Grogu actually wanted to co- come come back to to Mando and stay with him the fact they yeah. solved that in literally an episode was wasn't good because that's something they should have saved for season three yeah yeah i think like i kind of felt the same it's like it was just i the tuscan Raider storyline was really good and it almost <laughs> yeah. felt very boba as in like we get to see this other side of him where he's not just like kills people you know that he like you know that he becomes like part of a family and everything yeah and yeah. then and then like kept going like it was like a flashback but then they were like it just got kind of confusing with the flashbacks how it, it was like majority of episodes like I think it was the third or the fourth episode where it was like Fennec Shand and they were showing like the majority of the episode was literally just him meeting Fennec Shand and I was like you just yeah. didn't you just that was yeah. like such a waste of an episode yeah, like you just didn't have to do that because we already know he met Fennec Shand from 
some from season two. Mm-hmm. Literally. So it's fine. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. And then, like, I was even saying before how, like, the whole thing with the rancor, it was like he's been Disney-fied. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's, just, he's, yeah. just not, he's just not scary anymore. He's like, he, you can pet him. He's like, I was like, what is this? Because like, the rancor just eats people whenever it wants. Like, it's yeah. not like a, oh, look at him. He's so cute there. Look at him sleeping. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so nice. It's like, that's a, that's a man-eating beast. <laughs> even, like, you just look at the scene where he says goodbye to the banter. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, go off and make baby banters. And like, <laughs> he's just like, so, like, unnecessary. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, like, as you said, it's just, he's Disney fied. He's like, not harmless, but he's very much like family I, friendly in a weird way. Yeah. I would have kind of liked if, let's say, they actually showed him. And I'm not like, I'm not for killing, oh, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just a bit of violence. Like, he actually, like, the fact that it's like, just- a, you don't even see blood like that's the yeah. thing. It's like it's, all he it's does like... is just eat a fella and then has a little king kong moment like hanging out of a spire yeah. yeah like even with boba like i was just like i was like he's not actually like i know he obviously he doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore but it's like i don't know it's like if you're going for that wild west sort of like survival yeah sort of genre and it's like they don't even do anything like that like he's very comfortable mm. during the whole <laughs> show like he's not in any sort of danger really yeah mm. You know, that's because Fennec Shan is doing like 90% of the heavy <laughs> literally. She carry carrying literally all the action. I would have preferred nearly something like imagine if we got something in the vein of Logan, but like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Bounty Hunter yeah. Boba Fett, like yeah. just going around taking jobs or something, or even like, yeah. yeah at the end the after credit scene and uh, i keep going back to season two of Mando, it's really good, but like, um, literally the after credit scene of that, how it like teases. He's gonna take Jabba's place. He's gonna be a rootless crime yeah. lord. He's gonna yeah. like proper take over the shop. Like even just the yeah. way there was something really interesting in the trailer about how he was like, you know, like okay, like there's no pointing in us all fighting. Yeah, like like a crime syndicate, but ex- actually help mm. people. Exactly. Yeah, like, like Robin Hood or something. Yeah, like even like I love the Yakuza games, and in those it's basically very much like they do a load of criminal stuff, but they do it within the legal system of like they yeah. have businesses and like you know they yeah. everything just goes back. They have to the like top. an actual code, and that's kind of what Boba Fett was going for. Except he was a bit too nice, like he was yeah. way too nice. He was like, "This fellow just made an attempt on my life. Oh well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just send him <laughs> back to his master, and um, it'll be okay. Oh, uh, should- see, I will rule with respect, not fear." But like <laughs> that's not how it goes on Tatooine. <laughs> Literally, it's oh I even like I would have like Fennec Shand was the one making decisions. She was like, You should yeah. be doing this, you should be doing that. It's yeah. like like she even she was like pointed out that like you're not being the lead that you're meant to be, you know. Like, so yeah. it's, basically like the brains behind the whole thing. <laughs> I think it would have been more cool to see that, like yeah. that she's actually the one pulling all the strings and Boa Fett's mainly just a like a symbol a facade and he's or like a, a face for it yeah yeah, yeah. and then even she's like, actually like the the like cr- crime lord yeah him. yeah even just the fact where it's like it nearly feels like it's just boba fett's on retirement now where mm. it's like he just feels yeah. so like passive i guess or it's yeah. just yeah like, he's like this is the person who like yeah as i said captured like han solo and you know like sent him off to java's palace and like is are meant to be a ruthless bounty hunter and like sky on a Django and like yeah. you know yeah they nerfed him they literally just like where did the motivation come from to say like you know Mosespa is my home I exactly. must protect it like he was almost killed there he had, <laughs> he had a few drinks there memories. if anything he'd be like 
I think Camino's nice this time of year because that's actually <laughs> kind of his home. Yeah. They really just tried to make him into the stereotypical anti-hero now, where it's just Literally, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah, I just want to go. He's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. That's <laughs> it's, it's They're just like, doing Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> it's like, or like how they did with Loki as well. Like, yeah. it's like the same yeah. sort of thing where it's like very underwhelming from like what mm. we've seen in previous movies that it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's just like what it's like very unsatisfying like I think what they that's were the problem when it comes to Disney like given like kind of traditionally kind of more villainous characters like their own series or their own time to shine the spotlight where they completely like do a 180 on their personality yeah because like yeah if Boba Fett's meant to be this ruthless killer and obviously he had some some sort of a change of heart because he was mm-hmm. with the Tusken Raiders like that's obvious yeah he he all of a sudden it's just super nice and I was like no we will re- re- respect and I was like he's being a bit too nice I think people would start to take advantage of him and then he's like oh well that's where we have these and like I feel like his character progression stops at episode three yeah when he meets mm. the when he has like the Wookiee and the, the gang of bikers like that's just stops and then yeah. like he's not like at the very end he hasn't really he's he's lost more than he's gained like he's literally just left at the very end with oh a group of teenage cyborgs with speeder bikes and yeah. like even stuff like that where it's like there's all these like treads that could have gone somewhere interesting like i love mm. the idea of mm-hmm. yeah people replacing themselves like with droid parts and everything like yeah, that exactly. I, like even i remember there being ads showing basically the people with the droid parts and that like and like honing in on certain characters and going, okay, these are going to be fleshed out characters. They're going to like set up stuff and like, mm. you're, you're going to actually sort of care. But even like stuff like, I love seeing Black Chrysanthemum, but at the same time, it's like, what yeah. did he really do? It was, like, was, it, was it like he hit people like five times in the back of the room and then he was like knocked into yeah. the rancor place? And, and like, then they further like, uh, when they started calling him Santo for some reason, I, yeah. I just started laughing because I was like, I was like, that's the Star Wars equivalent of calling so calling someone Dano or Dino or Anto. <laughs> like that's literally the Star Wars version of that. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> big like fearsome Wookiee just being like, oh yeah, Santo. Like what? I feel yeah. like if they actually, I think what they should have done is they should have introduced Cab Bane way earlier, like in yes. episode yeah. three, and then even he should like, have killed off all those Tusken Raiders, and then it should have been a mystery as to who like, killed the Tusken Raiders. Yeah, or and as well with the Freedom Town, like mm-hmm. I don't know what, but you know that whole like even that that feels very like Wild West, like yeah, where they were kind of looked like they were going with the Tuscan Raiders, like in that sort of area, and then they just kind of like because like in Mandalorian, we know how the Tuscan Raiders and mm-hmm. the people of Freedom Town, they're like they like get along with each other now, so like it didn't make sense how they were both almost two separate storylines when they could have easily like merged them, yeah. yeah, and like not have to bring in Mandalorian because I feel like with those, like especially introducing like characters from Clone Wars and everything like that with Cad Bane like it's like yeah. proper it just makes it more of a big deal and it was like they felt like they were only introducing these characters in the last two episodes to up the viewership yeah exactly you know? like and even I, um the one thing I found with a lot of Disney Plus shows recently was just they don't have a good villain and if there is a villain it's always yeah the last two episodes or something like that you look at stuff like Loki or what if or, or Hawkeye with Hawkeye. Mm, yeah yeah it's like what's the point like because you need that like big bad you can just keep on looking back to and going like okay like we're gonna beat you there's a goal mm. there somewhere you know but with this it was more just like they're just existing in the world of it of the like yeah. show yeah and, like just seeing where they ended up and it was just like the Pike Syndicate were technically like the main villain yeah but- they could have introduced like cat they tried to introduce cat ben as like a, a, a like a personal 
block in front of front of his yeah. goal of like you know freeing mm-hmm. Mas Espe, mm-hmm. but they didn't plan it out well enough. Like if anything, they should have looked because they got Dave Filoni on it, right? So they yeah. should have they should have literally kind of almost repurposed the the story from the Clone Wars where him and Cad Bane were meant to have a duel. Mm-hmm. And he'd kill Cad Bane and that. And they sort of hinted towards it. But then at the very end, all he does is get leg swept and then stabbed with the with the stick, yeah. the gaffy oh, yeah. stick. And like that's that's all it was. And yeah. then he died, Cad Bane died with auto tune on. And that was that was the <laughs> point I realized this is awful. And it was the point I just couldn't stop laughing when I heard yeah. him die of auto tune. He it's was like, just like, oh and like died. He's the most he's like have a Scott or something. Exactly. I'm going to get that audio clip. I will yeah. find it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I remember hearing that myself. And it's just like Cad Bane, like I've loved like the Clone Wars TV show and all that. Mm. And he's always just been so cool. Like even mm. I was like going through, like I was cleaning my room the other day. I found a bunch of old like drawings from when I was like younger. And I have one of Cad Bane and just like, even oh, then when you're that young, you're just, you know, okay, this character is a badass. <laughs> like he's yeah, just, cause you he's know, a Jedi killer. That's the whole reason yeah. for the tubes in his face. So he can't get like force choked around. Yeah. So like he is a Jedi killer. I mean, granted we are seeing him like as an old man. Cause he, he must be like 60, 70 or something <laughs> at this point. Like he is an old man. Yeah. But like, I've, and, and he, like when he, when he first stepped on screen, it was kind of like, whoa, and mm-hmm. he like shot the deputy or whatever, and then mm-hmm. shot uh, Cobb Vant, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. The one thing that made it even more goofy is the fact that he just strolled into town from out of nowhere. Like, yeah. there's no speeder bikes, no nothing. How long was he walking? Like, maybe if he came in on a speeder bike and I don't know, drifted and then got off it or something. Yeah. But literally, he literally just strolled on into town. He must have had like a, a speeder bike down the hill or something. Just like parked like, it behind there. This is gonna look so much cooler. Yeah, he's like, I parked it behind this building. It's gonna look so cool. I'm and just like gonna he, walk in out of nowhere. He was far enough away as well, where it's like that would have took considerable. Like it would probably took them like yeah. five five minutes to get up there. So they probably would have seen him going from a mile away. It's like yeah. with the big empty stretch. Because just like, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's only until he actually gets to like one foot in the town, he's like, oh shit. <laughs> was it trouble? Like, was there something there as well? Like, I absolutely love Cobb or Cobb Vant. Like, the Marshall is my favorite episode of The Mandalorian. Like, in terms of just mm. like, it's one that's really rewatchable because it has a really yeah. clear, min- like, you know, beginning, middle, end sort of thing. Yeah. But like, so to see him reappear, I was really excited by. It. But is there, I, I didn't watch it, but isn't there like an after credit scene in the last episode where he's in like the back to tank or something like that? Yeah. So, like, yeah. He's, yeah. So he's alive. Yeah. And I reckon loads of people are reckoning like Cad Bane is alive. Like, like, I kind of <laughs> hope he's not because, like, the reason, like, uh, as much as I love him as a character, the reason I don't is because he's no beef with the Mandalorian, and I yeah. doubt Boba Fett is going to get a season two. Because I mean, maybe it might because of it being so popular, but if he appears in the Mandalorian and somehow has beef with 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 Din, that's just going to make no sense. So I, I hope he's kind of just dead and buried, and they just leave him alone. Yeah, because I think that's another thing. Like to get onto even like. Yeah, the fact they just like forced in a load of cameos. Like, and yeah. like in Mandalorian, you were sort of like, okay, these are cameos, and that like you feel like, okay, it's for fan service, but at least there was stuff being applied, like, you know, to the plot and that they're contributing. Exactly, yeah. Whereas with this, it was very much like, I just don't like Ahsoka anymore, for instance. Like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I feel like they've, they've really kind of just stripped her of like all kind of actual character, and she's just kind of like, I am this perfect Jedi. Do what yeah. you want, even though I'm not a Jedi. Do what you want. What is good for you? 
and then yeah. just disappears. She like she has no real like she in, in those two episodes with the Mandalorian, she like had no real kind of purpose being there. It could have just been Luke by himself. She was basically Luke's like receptionist, <laughs> really. Yeah. And like I also feel like because obviously it's a different actress playing playing her, it's gonna be like the, the performance gonna be different. But I feel like they've kind of stripped her of all kind of character. I mean, understandably, she's a like older now and she's like wise or whatever. But they've just kind of stripped her of all character that was there. And yeah. she's just become this like almost kind of like what what Yoda was, except she just kind of drifts in and out and she's just like, yes, here's my <laughs> wisdom, blah, 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 blah. And then she just leaves. Yeah. I think um as like I think they kind of teased this I think like for Mandalorian season three about with uh with Din Djarin that he's almost gonna become like this Mandalorian that becomes yeah. a Jedi, which is like something that I like I'm really excited for, you know, like yeah. or even the whole like I was saying this before with the Starfighter, like I thought that was one of the best scenes in yeah. the show, like that showing was, that. That was cool. Like I was like, this is not Disney Plus. I feel like, like yeah. I'm in the cinema borrowed, watching this, like you know. It was so something new, cool. Something borrowed kind of with yeah. the, they brought in the Naboo Starfighter and we're like, yeah. oh, that's it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so cool. Like, I think it definitely, even though like people were like mad that like, oh, they're having to introduce these cameos. I think it was still, it was still like really good. Like it was, it was still like, it was probably one of the best because of how. Oh yeah. I think it's like, they know what to do with Mandalorian because they've done yeah. two scenes of this. So they yeah. just knew what to do with it. Like, mm. that's why it like, flowed a bit more better than it did mm. with the Boba Fett like, stuff, you know? Yeah. The Mandalorian's two episodes were the my... I think they were the two best episodes yeah. of the entire Boba Fett season. Yeah. But the problem is they weren't Boba Fett. They were the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fact that's he, like the main problem of it. The fact he wasn't even in at the end of the episodes or anything like that. Yeah. It just straight oh, up so, that was so bad. I was like... Uh, and they don't even... I was just like... They credited him. I was like, he was not even in that episode. He was not in that episode, you know? Like, it's... For a guy who's in like naming is in the title, like that's like this season of like TV has just proven that Boba Fett should just be a side character. Exactly. He, like yeah. he's a side character in his own show where it's like he isn't yeah. even showing up sometimes. And like, yeah, yeah, it's just I have to say though, yeah, like was it episode six or it was episode five where like Return of the Mandalorian, right? Yes. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. The whole that whole episode was his episode. Yeah, like the sheer scale of that, and like that just felt like a movie. And that like, was truly. Was that the episode? That was the episode that Bryce Dallas Howard directed. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, she yeah. needs her own. Yeah, movie. yeah. she needs yeah. her own. Like, she needs to she probably need... direct the next season. The next her, trilogy. Her she gets. She gets a trilogy. Like, exactly. <laughs> her episodes are always bangers. Like, like yeah. the opening scene with the like butchery room and stuff like that. Mm, like it's just like so... and the dark sword. I was yeah. just like, this is so cool. Like, because so cool. that was one thing I noticed straight away with the first episode. I think it was where it was like, is it the first episode where he gets attacked by the guys on the rooftops? Remember all the assassins and everything like that yeah. come down with the red yeah. shields. Yeah, that yeah. fight scene I just didn't like. It just didn't have any oomph to it or anything no. like that. It felt a bit delayed. I think it was yeah. like, you know, I was just like, I was like, what is going <laughs> Even on? Even the here? whole speeder chase in that thing oh, was so that slow. Is, so slow. The fact that no one got like they like he fell it like the man they were chasing just fell into like a ball of fruit or something i was like yeah. what is this? i was like it's felt like a kid show i was like so stupid exactly and like you have that scene with the slow speeders and then you have like the naboo starfighter and how fast yeah. like how, how fast that can go you know and yeah. it's, oh, it's, <laughs> there's just so much mispotential with this show yeah <laughs> it's, 
actually one thing that i liked when the man the mandalorian like the solo mm-hmm. mandalorian episode was that um like all these sort of like little interactions where it's like oh mandalorian he's like normal like us he has to go mm-hmm. through airport security as yeah well. I, 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 was, that. I thought that was great yeah. it felt really grounded I was, like it felt I was like, like a really grounded uh, episode i was like oh i didn't even know they had like commercial planes in star yeah. wars yeah. you'd forget like the fact that it is like a whole like galaxy of like you know it's civilization people shooting each other <laughs> exactly away yeah. with it and everything like just actual yeah. systems in it and stuff yeah. i thought it was yeah. a really good episode as well and he was like getting stopped for speeding or something like that or you know yeah. when he was in the starfighter i was yeah. like oh this is kind of like it was like that was like kind of it just had a bit of comedy as well like that like yeah it, i don't know like mm-hmm. i felt like in the Boba Fett, like in the earlier episodes, it, although there was like a lot of like storytelling, I didn't feel like there was much humor as well. And I kind of would have liked just something just to like lighten yeah. up a bit and just to kind of yeah. like, you know, kind of like keep keep it interesting instead of just like mm. dead story yeah. the whole way, you know? Because even like one moment, I remember it was like when uh, Fran and when we were talking about the general like series, like, you know, like the movie series, remember you mentioned the moment about like my favorite one of my favorite moments in star wars is that moment where han solo is running down the hallway with the gun like chasing oh, after yeah. the stormtroopers and then like comes to the room for like 500 and just starts <laughs> screaming and runs back it's the fact that like it doesn't need to be quips it doesn't need to be like marvel humor nearly it just, it just needs physical to... comedy but yeah. like because yeah. i like that whole thing especially with him putting all the weapons in the crate yeah like that was that, that 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 didn't need any dialogue. That was just that was just kind of humorous because you were like, oh, yeah. it's, it's exactly like us. And yeah. even when he was going to retrieve his weapons and he was searching the crate, you were like, oh no, is the dark saber just gonna go missing <laughs> or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember as well because I was only back from Edinburgh and I was just after going through that, and you're just like, he does it too. He does it too. <laughs> He's but, normal like me. <laughs> <laughs> I can be the Mandalorian. No, but um, and even just like stuff like I felt like as a Mando episode, it really like reinforced a lot of things I like about the character. Like even the fact where they melted down the Beskar spear, just where it's yeah. like, no, this will do more harm than good. It now has the potential to like, yeah, pierce Beskar armor. And like, that's Literally. a problem for us all considering how few of us are left. Or then even like stuff like the fact that he isn't a Mandalorian anymore. Like, yeah, I'm Literally. so annoyed that that it's happened they should have in the season. For season three. That, yeah. I just think like that should that should have been, that episode should be how season three starts off. Yeah, because like I knew from like straight away since he won the dark saber, I knew that was gonna have like implications towards um your man Paz Vizsla. Like, because I knew because I was like, oh yeah, because how his ancestor Paz Vizsla's ancestor is was the original maker of the dark saber. So I was like, yeah. they're bound to run into that soon, and I like the way it was handled. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I just think like it was handled way too soon. Like, that's something yeah. they should have left for the season three, I think. A little bit of anticipation, like. Exactly. Yeah. Like, or even with the reveal that the armor is still alive and kicking, like, that should have been left for season three, I mm. think. Like, that was my favorite reveal of a character of the whole season, was just, like, the fact yeah. that, like, she was back, where it was just, like, yeah. such a cool character. That would have been fine if they had left, and, like, just, like, you yeah. know, she had a great send-off, but the fact that they have more stuff to tell, and even, yeah. like, because she's, like, a symbol of the old watch nearly of like you know exactly that She's strict religion and traditional mm. i reckon she could end up being like possibly like a villain or like a that'd be an cool antagonist for the next mandalorian season because i could see them clashing heads because i could see like grogu and and din like running into her and then she's realizing he's still going under the name of, like the mandalorian or whatever and he's like still yeah. kind of practicing like a lot of their stuff but like he's probably going to keep his helmet on still he's a heretic he's like 
Yeah, and, and exactly, like, she's going to see that as, like, heresy, and she's going to be like, you're no longer a Mandalorian, and she's going to try to strip, like, the best best armor away from her or something like that. Yeah. I, I actually, um, a lot of people are thinking that, actually, in the next season, we might see more Pedro's face, actually, because he's not a Mandalorian now. That, like, he Ooh. might that he might actually, you know, become less of a Mandalorian and might, like, relax yeah, and a actually bit, become you know? a person. Yeah, yes. and, I think you know. that's the one, I think that's the one flaw with... with Dean's character is that like he's very because he's wearing a helmet he's just very one note and very just kind mm-hmm. of just says a lot of stuff but from the moments we've seen him taking off his mask that's when Pedro Pascal can actually yeah act mm-hmm. and and like especially like when it goes back to the first season when he takes off his helmet because he's injured mm-hmm. and like needs help mm-hmm. but he doesn't really say anything and then he just puts yeah. it immediately straight back on yeah. when he has to take off his helmet to put on the imperial uniform yeah i thought mm-hmm. that was like really good because it was like he you can set you can see in his face that he knows what he's doing is is wrong mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to do it but he has to and like even they actually like the whole thing of like what was it how he gets back his mandalorian status like, like there's some quest he has to go on now or he has to go he has, he has to go back to mandalore to become yeah. a mandalorian yeah. which he, but he can't because like the planet's like gone, yeah because it's, you know? it's in pieces it's yeah floating it's, it's practically <laughs> like the way uh alderaan is now like yeah it's fucking yeah it's gone and like i have a feeling there is going to be something like yeah like in the next season he's gonna like loosen up and then there mm. will be some point where he gets back his mandalorian status and he doesn't want to go back or something like there's gonna be mm. Like yeah. even even the whole stuff with like Grogu and that the fact that he has an actual like you know link I suppose to like care about with this whole yeah. thing and like oh uh, like the whole thing with Grogu like really split me where it was like I was so happy to see him back but I just mm. I wanted it to be like the goal of season three I like exactly I know, I know people that are gonna skip Book of Boba Fett and they're gonna be like oh I thought he handed him off to Luke why is he back so soon yeah and like yeah. It's just, and like, I love the idea of like, even like, yeah, with like Vizsla, how like he was a Jedi and a Mandalorian. And like, they seem to be setting that up as you were saying, Emma, for like um, uh, Din himself and then like Grogu, obviously. I just feel like it's such a cool side of the Star Wars universe that we just haven't seen. Mm. Like, like, I feel like probably the goal for, for I'd say season, season three will probably be to either, like, I, I reckon, yeah, it'll, Dane will probably be the one to unite like Mandalore and all the Mandalorians and yeah. be like a Jedi and and the Mandalore himself. Like mm-hmm. he will be the ruler of this people. And he'll that's pro- I'd say that probably what might be his like the end goal for his character is that he will end up becoming like the ruler mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Mandalore, even what's Real left of it. And he'll actually unite like all the little clans and coverts that are in hiding. Yeah. 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 And not make it as like restrict well actually more like less restrictive you know that, yeah. Yeah. than it was before you know but even like i was just saying how with the luke cgi mm-hmm. i was oh. like it was so much better i think than oh. in season in Definitely. the finale of season two i was like and i think Definitely. the guy that got it, i think his name is like schmook or something like that and he did it on youtube like he, yeah. he was yeah, just doing it on youtube and, and disney hired like hired him, him to do it yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like the fact that the fans can do a better job than Disney themselves. You <laughs> yeah. know? There's a whole conversation then even with the Luke stuff where it's like, it's impressive. And like, you're seeing people on Twitter going like, look, this is the future. Like, they're able to I just bring them back. Creepy. Like, it's creepy. Like, I think it's, it's, it's kind of creepy. that Genuinely. Like, yeah. that's, like, basically, that's basically going to replace Mark Hamill now for the rest of the 
his days. Like just yeah, when he's fact. dead, they'll probably bring him back. Like you exactly. know what I mean? I think that's like the way they brought back uh, Grand Moff Tarkin in mm. Rogue One and the way yeah. they uh, de-aged um, Leia. Leia using. I think it was yeah. using her daughter. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I just thought, thought that's so creepy. Like I just, I just there's it's, something kind of wrong. Sure, like. People are actually saying that Sebastian Stan should play Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill. He should play this. <laughs> Luke he should. Yeah. Because they're literally doppelgangers, the two yeah. of them, you know? And like, so it's just like if you're putting actors out of work, you know, that like. Yeah. Like, I think know? it's the same. It goes back to the whole thing, like, just for example, with Marvel, with um, like Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman passing. Mm. And, and then they're like, oh, will we, they're like, people are realizing actually we don't want Black Panther written out or yeah. like wrote off because. Mm. that would do a disservice to the character because it was obviously as bad as it sounds it was a character before it was a physical portrayal on film yeah. mm-hmm. and people were like no it'd be better to Chadwick's memory if they actually recasted the Black Panther and just continued it yeah. rather than be like oh yeah he died off screen and now <laughs> someone else is the Black Panther like it would just yeah. make more sense and it'd be more like respectful almost to do that yeah, yeah. Yeah, and because even just like the whole thing of like, why do we have to commodify everything? Why does it have to be like, no, we need this forever. We can't just enjoy the art while it's mm. there. Like the fact yeah. that Luke is such a robot in that episode, and mm. like it's just there's yeah. no emotion there or anything like that. And then even like stuff like in the writing department where it's like it sort of breaks away from certain parts of his character, like the whole like sort of the fact he gives Grogu the choice of like you can either give in to your emotion or you can become a Jedi. Where it's like, yeah. Like, even I was making fun of the fact that it's like, Grogu, you're not allowed of any attachment whatsoever. Anyways, here's my dead master's lightsaber, which I've kept, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, to myself. I, and, which I robbed from his gaff when he died. And it's just like, what happened to only a Sith deals in absolutes? Like, it's, yeah. it's just, uh, just like, there's a lot of, like, messy stuff there. Mm, yeah. And, like, I feel like they need to, yeah, they need to fix Luke's character, but then they also need to take a step back and go, like, okay, like, is it too far at this stage? Mm. Like, yeah, like just yeah. Sebastian Stan, I'm pretty sure would be delighted to <laughs> come yeah. in. So, even like if they got yeah. an unknown or something like that, just yeah. someone who was like, I understand them wanting to make the character mm. look him, or look like him and that. But like, at the end of the day, like we need to make sure the performance is still good. But it's like, it's like what <laughs> yeah. they did with Obi-Wan Kenobi in the yeah. prequels, like when they got Ewan McGregor to play him. It's not like mm. they got Alan Guinness to play mm-hmm. him yeah. in the prequels. Like, it just exactly. doesn't... It's like, they, they know it can work, you know? Yeah. Mm. And even oh. just seeing, like, stuff like... I was seeing a comparison of the fact that after years and years of going, like, through all the hassle of green screen and everything, we're just back to wall projections and, like, LED yeah. screens and everything yeah. like that. It just shows, yeah. like, we don't need all this new technology. Like, I mean, yeah. sometimes mm. the old ways are the best ways and, like, they're there for a reason. Yeah. And just Yeah. Like, um... I think the series overall, I think it had a higher expectations than expected. But I think in some parts, like I know with Tamara Morrison, he like puts everything into this character. Oh, yeah. Like he's, oh, he's yeah. so, in, this thing, like he's so invested in the character. And I feel like mm. they didn't give him the justice that he yeah. wanted. Like, I think, I, I know with the Tuscan Raider storyline, I think he was taking that from his, um, like, you know, from being, you know indigenous and everything and yeah. Like, yeah and that's i think and i really like that that it's like mm-hmm. um i think it was something that like the the traditions or like it was like the dancing or something there was something yeah. in one it was actually taken from mm. um, the from Maori culture you know yeah. Yeah, part two, yeah you know and that's like i think that's so cool that it's like mm. you know he's able to like have that like that's the thing it's like he had this creative control yeah in the show mm-hmm. but it's like at the same time 
they also just didn't have his character like in mm. they, they just kind of like you almost forgot you were watching book of boba fett it exactly. was like yeah it was like oh i'm watching the Mandalorian. or i'm watching star wars i'm watching like well not that yeah. you watch star but you know what i mean it was just like it was, very like it was just t- it took it away from what it could have been you yeah. know definitely because like, the game Tamara morrison's been playing like boba fett jango fett even clone troopers for the past like mm-hmm. like 20, over, 20, yeah, 20 years because he's yeah. voiced them all in games in all sorts like he's so like it's cool that they brought him back for that and like he had he had such control for stuff like that but it didn't i feel like yeah it didn't go far enough or like it's almost like the writers didn't like know what to do with him exactly Mm -hmm. yeah and even like hearing like in an interview where it's like he's excited by the character like he wants to continue the story now like even hearing like if there was a season two he'd love to have something to do with like hunting down Mace Window for like uh, to avenge his father and everything. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. There's that, so much see, yeah. that's such a cool idea. Yeah. But then like that's one of them really, really cool fan ideas. Yeah, exactly. But then when they actually go to do it, they won't do it justice because yeah. everybody and their ma has thought of how it's gonna go down. Exactly. That like it'll disappoint uh some people, it'll make others happy. Like do you know what I mean? That's I mean that's yeah. just how everything is. But I reckon that's like kind of one of them cases or like Oh, that'd be such a cool showdown in theory, but I feel like almost the final product wouldn't be as good as you think it would be. Yeah, it's like, the same with Cad Bane. Like, for example, like that Clone Wars episode, the unfinished Clone Wars episode had a really, really cool interaction where they where you know Boba Fett kills Cad Bane, yeah, and that's how Boba Fett gets the big dent on his helmet. Mm-hmm. And like that was that was really cool, but because they had they were like, oh because that was basically unfinished and scrapped. Yeah. And then they tried to bring him that they like brought him into the to Boba Fett and he just he didn't have as good an interaction as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there was a lot of missed opportunities there. Like yeah. um even in the last episode you're expecting this like ultimate battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like mm, it just kind of felt uh it was like I think it was too long. Yeah, yeah. It, and I think that, they also hyped yeah. it up a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. I was they, like, they were hyping up the Pike Syndicate to be this proper, like almost private army mm-hmm. in terms of numbers, and it ended up being only like twenty or thirty fellas. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. even like when we're saying even there, what you're saying about fan expectations and like you know everyone's gonna have their own opinion and everyone wants yeah. things to play a certain way. I found that with like the MCU and Star Wars recently, it's becoming more and more reddish as writing this. You know, yeah. right, like exactly, even, yeah. like, exactly. It's like why I'm nervous about multiverse and madness, where it's like it is just going to be cameo, cameo, cameo. Hey, feel, look, because I feel like that's the point where Marvel's actually gonna start falling off, and yeah. I feel like yeah, um, I feel like. Boba Fett is is actually going to be the point where Star Wars may or may not fall off, and I feel like it's all dependent on the Mandalorian and then the next few like yeah. series, like the Ahsoka like Solo series and Obi Wan. Not like yeah, yeah. Can I be serious that I hope that's going to be good because that's mm. one that's that like really it's well deserved. It's like well deserved though. Exactly. Yeah. Ahsoka after like I mean I'm not think... against Rosario Dawson like I don't really mind her, but I just don't, yeah. I don't think like live action is a good fit for a character that's been only animated and been voiced by a different person i was actually the lando series with donald glover i think that's gonna be that's gonna be good because i really like i didn't really like the han solo movie uh but i really loved uh donald glover's portrayal of lando as as this Mm -hmm. kind of young cocky like it was really it was really cool 
Even stuff um, like um, the Acolyte, that's probably the one I'm most that, looking for. That's one I'm really excited for because we we'll yeah. get to see it from a different perspective. We we'll get to see yeah. it from the point of like the Sith actually kind of going into hiding and like the Jedi actually hunting them. Like and that's going to be really good. I and hope, especially because it's set in such a different period of Star Wars. Yeah, I, I see. I feel like that's that's where because with, with with the whole media project with the <laughs> High Republic, which basically like erased all Republic, whatever. That's where I think a lot of stuff needs to be focused now because we've seen yeah. so much of the prequels and we've seen so much of the original trilogy because like nearly everything sets it's kind of in the original trilogy to a sequel trilogy timeline now. Yeah. That I feel like past like uh, like past um kind of like a different era of Star Wars is needed just yeah. as like a fresh perspective because that's what was so appealing about the sequels until they turned out to just basically be the original trilogy part two yeah like uh, it was you again that said this actually where it's just like star wars is just so small now because everything yeah. has to connect back to luke everything has to connect back exactly. to Tatooine. yeah uh, like they're let kind me of, see a different planet <laughs> they're doing like kind of like the marvel mcu where they're trying to connect everything now because they know exactly. it's worked with marvel but it's like you can only go so far with that before it actually like collapses. Before because, like the plot yeah. holes start appearing. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, example, we're, we're, like I'd say the multiverse of madness is when it's going to, all the plot holes and all this yeah. madness <laughs> is going to start yeah. coming to light and actually you be like, don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried about multiverse of madness and I'm, oh my God, I just can't imagine what the flash is going to be like. If that's yeah. kind of, like, cause I feel like DC, DC have always like sort of, rush to like get what marvel are at so it's like yeah. i can't imagine what a rushed version of multiverse and madness mm. is gonna look like but it, oh stop i think like with Bo- book of bofa i think if i'm gonna rate it mm-hmm. i don't know like i think i would rate it maybe 7.5 yeah like out of 10 if that's where we're going with that like like i was thinking of solid like yeah seven as well because there are episodes yeah, that, like... i was thinking like a 6.5 to seven. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Like it was good. Like I enjoyed it, but I just thought it, it, a lot of it was just wasted. Like a lot mm, of potential yeah. was really wasted on like building up Boba Fett. Cause I, in my opinion, I feel like Boba Fett's character development stopped after he met the, the uh, like the teenage droid, like cyborg. The Power uh, Rangers. Gang. The Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, literally the Power Rangers. Cause I feel I like, Perfect. I feel like then he was just like, that was kind of the last proper episode of him and then obviously yeah. there was episode three and four whatever or no that was episode three i think it's like four and yeah, five so, yeah and then five was then mandalorian. Five, five and six are basically just the mandalorian yeah mm-hmm. i think if the if we didn't have the mandalorian but i think it would be at a five yeah you know? yes yeah, definitely. definitely like, bumped like it up. the mandalorian then those two episodes starring him only yeah. were the best episodes of the entire mm-hmm. Um, uh, series, yeah, hundred percent. But because they were the Mandalorian, yeah, yeah. Like I just can't get over it because it's John Favreau and he did yeah. do. Mm. And it's like it doesn't make sense how it's like you're able to go so good with Mandalorian and it's like this so it's there, it's just yeah. there. You know, it's just, I'm just like yeah. it's just annoying because. It, but it's just ugh, I don't know. I think like um, Disney just need to like work on their series because I you have seen this pattern with like even with the Marvel series yeah how it's like they kind of they have like a good start and then like yeah. the middle is like there and then like the ending it's like almost there 
but it's yeah. not exactly. pretty. Like, like WandaVision was like that, where everyone was like obsessed. Mm. With, like, like the, the first, first two episodes, episodes of them were me- of WandaVision were so yeah. good because there's yeah. so much mystery and intrigue behind yeah. it. And you were like, what's this? And then when that was kind of revealed, you were like, yeah, what now? And then yeah. like, oh, I'll never get over the Ralph Boner thing with yeah, uh, oh, with, yeah. with Quicksilver. I was just like, this is that hurt. I was like, yeah. why? Why was that? So it's like they kind of just, it's like they have potential, but they're still. I think they're still working on it with the Disney Plus series. Like they're still well acclaimed and everything. Like that, yeah. But I think yeah. they're still missing something, you know. And I think like with Mandalorian, it kind of stands out a bit more because I feel like it's not just like one storyline it's like almost yes. like a whole it's almost like watching a trilogy in yeah. like a tv show you know mm. which yes, i yeah. enjoyed a bit more and i just it that's a, that's just what i was gonna say <laughs> and like yeah because i'm very much the same where it's like the disney plus shows like they show so much potential like there's always yeah. so much there that i love even if it is just something like i remember with wandavision i just loved following the theories and everything like that the outside mm. part of it like on twitter and everything like that yeah but i just feel like they always make promises and I don't know that they ever fully deliver. Like even I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, where it's like Moon Knight is going to be the make or break for me for the MCU, where it's like they're promising, yeah. they're yeah. promising something a bit more brutal, a bit more like character driven. Yeah, exactly. Like we might life. actually get to see someone killed on a show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, like it's just like stuff like that, where it's like they're saying all these buzzwords and yeah, it's just whether like, or not it's just murder, brutal. Yeah. Um, dark. <laughs> Like, or right, like all this like whoa very very fancy very like supernatural themed. kind of yeah. almost, exactly. like, like the reason yeah. like one reason i'm really excited about moon knight is simply because of uh oscar isaac's british mm. accent where it's mm. like it isn't edgy in the slightest and that's why i don't i don't want like you know moon knight <laughs> that's why i feel like is it is it max specter he's going to be the more edgier character yeah to like was it Stephen Randa he's going to be yeah. the more edgier side of Moon Knight it's just that's the thing though where it's like I feel like Disney Plus has always had so much potential and like in a lot of cases I prefer certain things to the, like movies like I prefer Mandalorian to any of the Star Wars movies like Same. just because I'm more Same. attached to it like I know it's yeah. due to like TV shows you are with the characters a lot longer and that exactly, and, like, yeah. it all works in like that but it's just like yeah I just feel like there is something there like they have convinced me that Disney Plus is a thing that will work like with the MCU and Star Wars and stuff yeah. whereas, whereas before I was just straight up a hater of it I was like no I don't want anything that isn't on the massive screen in a big dark room mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah. but it's just like yeah I don't know I hope they don't plateau because that's what it sort of feels like and now we're getting like an increase in price it's going up to like 80 quid so it's like oh stop yeah. wow like I feel like they're they're getting there with their shows and I almost feel like especially for like the likes of Star Wars yeah. and the MCU I feel like they should i feel like tv shows are more kind of like the focus now of them rather Mm -hmm. than movies Mm -hmm. because i feel like more people are going to be at home like more people are going to be online watching um say series or movies than going to a cinema so i feel like the problem with tv series is they're always they often feel a lot smaller than than movies do like i feel like movies is where you can see all the big action but TV series also tell a lot smaller stories, which is also good and bad. Episode like five, like that completely contradicts then with like I think that's where it's like that's why I found attachment to the Mandalorian, where it's like the sheer mm. scale of everything. Like seeing the big, what was it called? Like the big ring in episode five and stuff like that. Yeah. And seeing yeah. stuff like the Naboo speech fighter, 
and everything like that like all these different things like it's just like they have the money to put into these things it's not like cw's like the flash exactly. or anything like yeah. that yeah. they have Literally. the budget to actually go all out on these tv shows but i feel like they're almost holding back in terms of like like they could deliver all these kind of big plot points like that you would see in a film but mm-hmm. I feel like they're almost holding back a bit, but they're not mm-hmm. holding back in terms of budget. Like they clearly yeah. have the budget. Yeah. So I feel like they should invest the time into the, all the writing mm-hmm. and have but, better like plot points. Cause I feel like, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed like how Boba Fett's kind of felt more smaller scale, like more urgent. And that was like all me specifically to do with this planet and how the Mandalorians is more kind of like, like the, the potential for say Grogu to be like a Jedi is is kind of almost galaxy changing in a, in a sense because like he yeah. could bring about whatever like he could bring about the new age of Jedi or whatever which clearly doesn't happen which yeah. <laughs> also seems to sandbox it in and like box it off because it's it's the same thing with, with how the the idea with, with, with for example the likes of the prequels like especially Revenge of the Sith that has huge implications for the Star Wars universe with the fact that we're going off and killing so many Jedi. And the Jedi were small, like weren't that big in order to begin with. They only had like a thousand or something Jedi, or pro- mm-hmm. probably like a couple of thousand. Like they weren't like a massive organization. And the fact that they were going off and killing all the Jedi in just droves and just pure massacres meant like, oh no. But then with the introduction of all these series and everything, you're realizing, oh, actually quite a few Jedi survived and they're actually having quite an impact on the universe at the minute. Like, yeah. The- yeah. Like, um, I think with the book of Boba Fett, I think they were thinking it was going to have the same sort of impact as like, I feel like I'm bringing up WandaVision again, but I, like people were saying how the difference in the audience reaction when Wanda was on screen in Endgame everyone was like excited to see her but it was mm-hmm. like no and then after WandaVision when the Multiverse of Madness trailer came out you know after No Way yeah. Home yeah there was it was like like reception for it was her. like it was like everyone was screaming you know and mm. I think like people were expecting that with Book with of Boba Fett, Fett yeah, yeah but I don't think it has like that sort no. of same you know you're, you're dead right there because like seeing him appear in in Mandalorian season two was like Oh, that was oh. like so cool. He, was, oh yeah. my god, this yeah. fella's actually alive. Like everybody yeah. was yeah. right. Yeah. Everybody saying he survived the circuit was right. And yeah. then that's why, like, it was super exciting for Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, to come out because everyone was like, "We're actually going to see how he survives it," and like, he's actually like going to be there, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to actually probably have a bigger impact now on on the whole yeah. Mandalorian story. And I and let's see yeah. what he's going to. Are we going to be more excited for to see him in the Mandalorian now? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the new series but I feel like it was more just kind of the same yeah like, yeah <laughs> if you were to measure like excitement for Boba Fett on a graph in terms of seeing his appearances in in things like I, I could imagine like season two seeing him in there would definitely yeah. be like a really high point then but, like p- potential it'd be like really high up potential for Boba Fett and then it's just kind of nosedived yeah. and leveled yeah. out now yeah yeah you're just gonna be like oh there's Boba Fett now he's mm-hmm. done a lot of stuff oh, but I want to see Mando yeah 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 like I feel Definitely. like that's the way it's gonna feel like yeah. yeah and do you guys think that Boba will make a return in Mandalorian season three then yes yeah. almost certainly like I'd say he's definitely and I'd say if Cad Bane is still alive Boba Fett's gonna have his own little side plot where yeah. he's actually going to have to finish off Cad Bane for good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that. And I suppose another question is like, if they were to announce, like, because like, yeah, the sheer amount of money it's made, the ratings and everything like that, if or when they announce Book of Boba Fett season two, will you guys still be interested in watching it? I might th- be super hyped for it, but I'll still watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like I'll watch it just because I have access to it, you know. Exactly. I think, yeah, I think like hopefully they kind of give his character a bit more justice, you know, and they yeah. kind of um just take more advantage of what they want to do, but they didn't do in the yeah. first season. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like. If I probably won't watch like the first episode, but it's like yeah. everyone's yeah. talking about it. I might be like, okay, I'll watch it just yeah. to see what's going like, on. That's exactly know? how I how I was with the first two episodes. Yeah. I was like, mm. oh, that's it. I'll watch that. And then I just never did. And then mm. the second episode came out. And then when I actually seen people talking about it, I was like, okay, I'll actually watch yeah. it now. I'll watch the first two episodes and start following it week by mm-hmm. week. And like I'd love to see if they're if they're to make a Mandalorian or not Mandalorian, Bob, book Boba Fett season two. I'd love for him to like you know actually tap into more like of of, of kind of his character that like he obviously he's turned nice, but I'd love to see a bit more of a darker streak with him every so yeah. often, like because we've seen with like when he goes and attacks those Nikto uh oh bikers bi- bikers like he he can like he has a dark streak like if someone mm-hmm. yeah come, if someone comes across him he actually like can't snap mm-hmm. and i feel yeah. like we need to see a bit more of that and i feel like with with the mandalorian season three that could almost p- play a part in between mm-hmm. his and man and mando's relationship yeah, yeah. i feel like there could th- be a certain point where he could actually snap and kind of like yeah. start being a bit more yeah like he's like i tried this way but it's it's not really working people aren't like respectful or people won't act like this anymore so he yeah he's, just, he's slightly he's slightly darker maybe he has mm-hmm. his moments yeah i think yeah because like you see do you remember the train robbery scene as yeah. well that was like he was like proper like you know into mm. it and he was like doing it for the tuscan raiders so he does have yeah. this hunger in him i think like obviously like there's this sort of storyline where it's like oh if someone dies they like it helps their character development but i feel like something like that has to happen to like boba because yeah it's like i think even like um there uh, to see the way there was like a flashback scene to like when he was as a kid you know yeah yeah so like he's obviously thinking of like his dad and everything like that and he's like you know it's i don't know i just wish they could have done a bit more of that maybe as well like shown him in like on his home planet and they like didn't do that either so like i don't yeah. know it's like he just need a bit more like hunger for like losing someone you know yeah. and like, it's that's, like that's why the whole that's why him possibly finding Mace Window would be really like a really interesting plot point because yeah. he he'd be like right now that my organization it could like they could set the uh, book about Fest season two probably like a good while after the first season yeah where mm-hmm. he's like right now that my crime family is established I can go off and do my own quest yeah and actually go yeah. off and look and he'd be like right Fennec I'll leave you in charge I'll see you later mm-hmm. and he'll go off and actually look for Mace Window. Yeah. And then, but like, and then that's when we start to see the darker streak pop out again. And yeah. like, because he's there looking, scrambling for information. And then he, by the time he comes to kind of like and finds Mace Windu, Mace Windu is just pretty much like an old man. Yeah. And, he's like, <laughs> and, and like, he could come onto his like farm or whatever mm-hmm. and then realize that Mace Windu is just this old man, like old kind of shriveled mm-hmm. man that like, yeah, he was like a, he, he was like probably cut probably because of all like 
Order 66, he'd probably cut himself off from the force like Cal Kestis and the likes of uh, Kanan from Rebels did, where like yeah. it took them a while to get their force. And, and same with Grogu, how he kind of cut himself off from the force. So by the time he started using it again, he couldn't handle it. So like maybe Mace Windows cut himself off from the force like that, and he's just this old man. And by the time Boba Fett reaches him, he realizes it's almost not worth it to kill him. Yeah. And like and show that growth, like that, yeah, like like a revenge story, and have all that that whole like revenge thing where it's like, oh, isn't isn't the like revenge thing? It's like, oh, if you're going for revenge, you best dig two graves or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. one for the person you're killing, one for yourself. So it's like it almost would be cool if he almost had that kind of story. By the time he comes down, and he realizes yeah. it's not worth killing Mace Window because he's literally on death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. also resolve like like it could easily, you know, cause. Cad Bane essentially had a really unsatisfying ending. Yeah. They could essentially be like, oh yeah, he actually wasn't, he actually didn't die. And then yeah. obviously in the Mandalorian season two, because Boba Fett is pretty much mainly a side character, is, is more meant for so- being a side character. Yeah. They could have him actually realize Cad Bane's life and he was like, well, I should have finished the job when I had the chance. And then they have a duel yeah. and then he's dead, dead, like mm. he's proper dead. Mm-hmm. I like um i think cab bane was like talking when he was talking about but he was like oh you're you're just the same as you were when you were young yeah mm-hmm. so it's obviously like you know they want to bring it back to like a story from when he was younger yeah so like i, I don't know like hopefully they might go down that like if but it's just like they haven't really given us any sort of like indication what they might do with season two it's, it's yeah. still all up in the air like at least with like mandalorian season to, at the end of season two you kind of had an idea of what was going to happen but like i just yeah. feel like with book of boba it's, it's just like, like there's nothing because it's yeah, just we like, don't oh, know he got, his, he got what he wanted but it, yeah. he's basically yeah. at the same point as he was yeah. back in like episode four or episode three yeah. or whatever it was yeah. yeah it's very like all up in the air still you know and and i know yeah. like very often they usually say oh renewed for a season two but like there's like yeah. there have there hasn't been any news of that yet so you're like almost like What's I'm gonna happen they're, after they're this? Like, they're, they're seriously like, what are we gonna do now? It's yeah, li- it's yeah. really like remember how they like brushed Eternals under the carpet. Yeah, yeah. literally, literally, yeah. Yeah, so I get that. It'll be interesting to see where it goes in the future. I guess like it's definitely mm. there's something there. It's just a lot of missed potential in that. Yeah, I guess this is a good place to wrap it up though. This is just <laughs> yeah. genuinely a very intellectual conversation about Star Wars, <laughs> which doesn't happen on the internet a lot. You know, like it's normally feral in some way. So. This is yeah. Thanks very much for coming on now, both of you. Um, yeah, it's really had a lot no to way. say, and it was definitely yeah, very fun conversation. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose um, I hope you all uh, enjoyed this episode as well. And um, do you guys have anything to plug? So Emma, I know you have Time Warp. Yeah, that's, yeah, we have Time Warp on DCFM every Wednesday, four PM. It's me and my friend Maddie. We just each year, each episode, we go back in time. But we don't actually go back in time, but we yeah. just do a different year in music and we just chat about, you know, anything yeah. that happened. And it's just and it's good crack. Like, please listen in because it's like it is really good. We, we, we have such a good time. And it's just like I just anyways, that's all I have nothing else to say. Yeah. <laughs> Fran, you want to plug out while you're here? <laughs> uh, I'll plug uh, Post Credits Dreams Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, um, we're going to leave it here then for now. Um, And uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening. May the force be with you. And before I go, the one problem I had with this series that just I really hope they address in the next one. Where was the book? 
Oh, yeah. There wasn't a book. There was no book. The book was it's... the friends we made along the way. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Roll the outro music. <laughs>